This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Burke. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. We're going to be talking about passing the gospel or truth or good on to others. And really, actually, Al, it is our responsibility as Christians and children of God to minister to others and pass on what we've been given. Of course. You know, so this is the whole point of Jesus coming. He came as the Son of Man. He came as a person like you are right now, like me. And he came to show his disciples that what I am doing here, you can do. Okay, uh, cause people, a lot of people say, oh, well, that was Jesus. He can do anything. No, if you have Jesus inside of you, you can do anything. Okay. You've got the same power that raised Jesus from the dead inside of you. And with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, you too can heal the sick. You can raise the dead. You can cast out, out, uh, demons. You know, you can cleanse the lepers. You can do that. That's what's in you. But we, before we pass anything on to anyone, we've got to make sure we're carrying the right stuff. And, you know, I'd like to say, uh, what are we carrying? What are you carrying? What is, you know, what are we carrying? And I'm going to start in Titus chapter two, verse one. But as for you, teach what is fitting of sound doctrine. Okay. Older men, which means the mature men in Christ, you should, you should have clear thinking. The word is sober, serious, temperate, sound in faith and love and patience. And the same with old, older women. That means those mature in Christ. You should be reverent in your behavior and, and be sober and not be false accusers and teach good things. Now, why would Titus say this? Why should we know the truth? and live this way, like he told us to live. I mean, God loves us, Al says, we're already going to heaven, so why do we have to do these things? And the very next verse gives the answer, that you may teach the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, and to be self-controlled, good homemakers, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God might not be dishonored, and likewise, that you exhort young men to be self-control. So it tells us what to carry and why. Yeah, we got to pass on good stuff, good right. doctrine. And and we have to be careful. We know good doctrine and spend some time in the study of the word and learn and learn and learn before you go out doing too, uh, before you spread too much, make sure you know what you're talking about. Right. And you need to spend time learning and studying, and you pass on good doctrine to the younger ones. That's right. And you have to learn how to carry the right stuff. And this is what we're talking about. I know I'm forgiven. I know God's not mad at me. I know I'm blessed in the earth. I have all these things now. And you make sure that's what you're teaching instead of, well, God got you. He was going to get, he got you for this one. Right. It's so important we know the right stuff. And we don't go on the basis, as we were talking about uh, this morning, of uh, God's mad at you. God can get very angry and punish you. You have that as a basis, then you're not carrying the right stuff. Because everything is going to filter through that lie. 
And that is a lie. Everything in your life, Christian or otherwise, filters through your understanding right. and what you right. believe and don't believe. And there are certain things in us that, that that's just no, that right. never be. And if you have something in your life where it's just no, God can't break through in that area. So what he does is he changes situations around you. Anyway, so, you want to be an example of good works. Right. Not that good works gets you to heaven, but you want to be an example of doing the right thing to people. That's showing what it says, them I, I Exactly what it says. In all things, presenting yourself as an example of good works. That's in verse 7. Wow. So um, what you're doing and who you are, this is a big thing. Who you are gets passed on to others, whether you like it or not. There's people who see things that you do and you never knew they saw what you did. I always tell people, do the right thing when no one's looking because it is right and you never know who is looking. That's really good. And you're not doing it to cover up anything. You want to do it because it's right. And when they know that about you, you know, when uh, we were talking about healing, when I fell and broke my uh, hip, we had preached healing, healing walking with God, speaking to it for years and years and years in Bible study. And when I fell and broke my hip, it didn't change one thing. I just kept speaking to it. I kept believing it. I presented myself correctly. And the people in the Bible study, they came to the hospital. They just wanted to see what I was going to do. Was I going to go, oh, no, oh, no. And I never did. Right. And we were, both of us were passing this this truth on to others, you know, by them seeing us. So whether it's obvious or not, or whether we do this on purpose or not, we are passing things on to people. And that's an important thing about the way you live. You should be living in a way that you're fine with what gets passed on. Oh, wow. You don't have to worry about it. You don't it. have wow. to worry about it. It's, wow. it's just like, uh, this is the way I am. This is who I am. This is the way I live. And I, it doesn't mean anything. Wow. That's so good. We're blessed. That's the wow. way it is. We're passing So someone's right always getting something from us. Hi, we're Van and Regina Smith, and we're the founders and pastors of the Solid Rock of Atlanta Church located in Atlanta, Georgia. And we're here today to talk about Victory Life Ministries and Al and Angie Burke. We've known Al and Angie now for over well years. over 10 years. Yeah, great friends. Amazing couple, amazing man and woman of God and very gifted. And we just want to talk about Victory Life Ministries for just a few minutes. It is an excellent, an excellent ministry. And just, you can go there and check it out at victorylifeministries.org. And you'll see all their resources. You'll see, you'll be able to give. So into this ministry, it's very fertile ground and you will certainly be blessed by sowing into this ministry. You know, the Bible talks about sowing and reaping. There is a sowing and reaping principle. You cannot receive from the Lord like you can if you sow and you sow into fertile ground and they are really fertile ground. So the Bible says that he gives seed to the sower. The Lord gives seed to the sower. And as they are ministering to you, you need to sow back into them and watch the Lord bless you as you learn from them and grow because they know the true balance of grace and faith in the finished work of the cross. They also have a YouTube channel and they have podcasts. So there's plenty of resources, plenty of information, plenty of good teaching. So check it out today. Yes. 
You know, it's true. And so it's crucial that you carry the Word of God in your heart. You need to read it, know it, understand it, live it. And then, like Al said, you don't ever have to worry about passing the wrong thing on. I love that. It's automatic. That's really good. So we're blessed, Al. We know that. We're blessed. There are two reasons why God blesses us. First, so that we can live a prosperous life, so that our personal life can be blessed so that we can be blessed in our healing. We could walk in divine health and we could be prosperous in our money. Okay. And you know, it takes money to preach the gospel. So, you know, you can't, it takes money to even go to Bible college. You have to have money to do it. It is a tool to increase the harvest coming back to you. And uh, it takes money. So that, so and it's not only money. We are blessed in every area, but most important, we're blessed so that we can be a witness to others of the goodness of God in our lives and then pass that on to others. It's all about the other person. Whatever God's blessing you with, he's not saying, okay, go have a good life, be satisfied and enjoy. No, he's saying, look, I did this for a reason, for that other person for other people. It's always on his mind. But we got to make sure we're passing on the right stuff. Because if we pass on the wrong stuff, we're not doing God a service or those people. And I remember, oh gosh, a couple of years ago, I said something. I, You know, I'm playing with my granddaughter and I have a tendency, which is wrong, I'm working on it, to when something gets frustrating for me, I I say a bad, not a terrible word, but it's not a godly word. Okay. And I, and I, and I say it and I move on and everything, not realizing that I'm passing this on. And one day I'm, pre- I'm playing with my granddaughter and nothing really terrible happened, but she was getting frustrated with something and she came out with the same word. And I looked at her and I said, Summer Jade, I said, you should not talk like that. I said, that's not right. Don't ever say that again. She looked at me like I had two heads. You know why? She's like, you say it. Exactly. And now you're telling me not to say it. I can't say it. Exactly. That is another thing we really need to be careful. We're talking about pass on the right stuff. Be careful what you say to people around you. Don't be careful. And I have a problem in this area. I gotta be careful all the time. Be careful what you just throw those things out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh dang it, and and oh this and oh that. And be careful because like just yes. what happened to you. And you know, I was thinking about what you were saying, and I you're passing on, no matter what, you're passing on to your children what you do. They don't and do, what do you always tell me? They do what you do, not what you say. That's exactly right. And you're passing that on. So be careful what you do. Make sure, and, but, but what you say is very important as well. But it's important to understand just the way you live and just going to work and the things that you do. You're passing that on to your children. And you wonder why it just goes from generation to generation to generation. It, it just keeps going on because right. you got to break it. That's right. So I, I, I watch myself on that one. But you know, your kids see you arguing, arguing with everyone, not just your husband, just an argumentative person. They're picking that up. You are passing that on to them. Now, this is not something I want you to feel guilty about. I just want you to repent about it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you and give you a flag or that inner knowing that you shouldn't say what you're about to say, whether it's an anger. Look, we all mess up. God forgives us. Thank God. But kids do what you do and not what we say. You know, George Bernard Shaw, he was a playwright. Listen mm-hmm. to what he said. This is so okay. cool. Life is no brief candle to me. 
It is a sort of splendid torch, which I've got a hold of for a moment, and I want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. If that doesn't fit in to what we're talking about today, he was basically saying, I got to make sure I carry the right stuff as best I know how and as best I could so I could pass that on. Right. And, you know, we're cavalier about these things, just sort of whatever, yeah, whatever. No, it's important that we are established in the Word of God and we know what it says. 99% of the people I meet, Christian people, know very little Scripture and they don't read it on a regular basis. I'm not saying you're bad or anything like that. I'm just saying think about it. Without reading it, you can't really know it. Right. right. You know, I've heard, oh, that's another thing. I've heard a lot of sermons over the years, and it was like I was was getting hurt while they were doing it. Meanwhile, it was scripturally correct, but there was no life in it. And and you could tell there was no experience in the person teaching it to me. There was no experience. They were just just saying something. That's why testimonies are so powerful. Oh, that's the stories, really very true. the stories. I always include a story. And you know, one of the things I preached for years, and I never preached anything I didn't live. That's for sure. Uh, you know, you I lived really, it first. I lived it first, right? And I made sure I lived it before I taught it. And if it wasn't something that I lived or I had a good handle on it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't preach on it, right? Because I wanted to make sure when I came in to preach that there was power in life with in what I said. Right, right. And, you know, you don't have to be a preacher. Yeah. You're, you're preaching to your kids. You're preaching to people around you. You don't even know it. You know, this is why we tell our stories. Right. You know, our experiences, because, you, you know, we want you to relate. We're not lying about these stories. These truly happen to us, and we truly act this way, and we're not ashamed to say it. Uh, we're not ashamed, like I'm not ashamed to admit that I, because I know I've been forgiven and I repented and I, I, you know, I, to the best of my ability, but with the Holy Spirit's help, I won't do it again. So in other words, this is why. So you could say, wow, I do that. And if God did this for Angie and Al, he could do it for me. So right. it's, it's important to share this. You know, there are so many biblical examples in scripture of God passing the baton on to others. Like Moses passed the baton on to Joshua, who led them into the right, lead, right, in the promised land. <laughs> yes, he did. David passed the baton on to Solomon. David was not supposed to build the temple. He handed that over to Solomon. Elijah to Elijah handled, uh, handed over the mantle of anointing. And Paul to Timothy. Look at this in 2 Timothy 2.1. It says, Timothy, my dear son, live your life. So he's telling him what to carry. Okay, empowered by God's free flowing grace, which is your true, your true strength, found in the anointing of Jesus and your union with him. So this is what Timothy carried. Now look what he's supposed to do with it. And all that you've learned from me, confirmed by the integrity of my life, I want you, Timothy, to deposit that into faithful leaders who are competent to teach the congregation the same revelation. It's all about passing on on. one to another. You know, uh, Al, the story in the book of Acts, uh, Acts 3, where the man went walking and leaping and praising God and Peter and John were there and he was looking for alms and, you know, because he was he was born crippled or whatever. And he was sitting there and they said to him, silver and gold, I don't have, but what I do have, 
I'm giving to you. And it was the healing anointing. Okay. And that's when they said in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And the man did. And he went walking and leaping and praising God. You know, he was giving away what he had. He was passing this on. And it's always for other people. Right. You know, I was laughing. I was reading this here, you know, and Paul said, you know, um, take everything you've learned from me and confirm it. And that was confirmed by the integrity of my life. In other words, Paul taught it and lived it. Yes, he did. And that's what we should be doing. We should be teaching it and living it. Yeah, like what you see me do, do. Yeah. You know, and he has said that too. Well, we well, you know, we were just talking about Peter and John went up to the temple to pray and the lame man asked for money. And, mm-hmm. and back then there was no social programs, right. there's no welfare or nothing. So that was what they did. Yeah. And many times they were good, upstanding people, hardworking. They just got sick and they couldn't work anymore. And which is more important, you know, to get money for the day or be healed so you could actually go out and make money. <laughs> and, and people miss it all the time. I've yeah. had people come up to me and say, pray for me that the government gives me money for um, a, because an operation I'm, because yeah. I'm, I'm handicapped for whatever reason. Right. And I was sitting there going, no. <laughs> oh, well. I said, I'm not praying that. Why don't we pray for a miracle healing so you get healed and you don't have to go to the government and right. get money. Right. It didn't even register in his brain. Right, exactly. What's really more important? You know what I mean? It's, wow. it's just like the silver and gold. But what I was giving him is what I have, which is, look, God will heal you if you'll believe it. What he wanted to do was have me agree in belief that he was going to get money from the government. Right. And then go to the doctor. Right, right. And what if the doctor doesn't know how to fix your problem? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, one, one, one more scripture, Paul in Acts, I love it, chapter 21. He was saying goodbye to the leaders in Ephesus because he was leaving. And he would say things like this, I entrust you with the message of grace. Okay, because he had passed that message on. He was telling them that I've been your example, a life of integrity. Uh, and he was telling them and encouraging them to cher- uh, cherish the words of Jesus and guard your hearts and be true shepherds. So he poured into them for such a time as this. You know, and you could do it. You don't have to know everything. I'm going to make this story short because I, I really, uh, I really want to show you what happens to those who, but we have a sister-in-law and she got saved and she's on fire and she unbelievable. It's just receiving the love of Jesus because nobody really loved her in her life as she was growing up and she had a bad childhood or not too bad, but they just discarded her a little bit. And she just got saved and just so much enjoying the love of God and put on a cross one day and went out and somebody admired her cross. And so she took it off of her and she put it onto them and she gave them a little salvation message that came with it and said, Jesus loves you. And till this day, just a few years later, she has given out 2,800 crosses minimum because that's what God gave her to do. She may not have, the day she got saved, she started this, but the, she, she didn't know the Bible back then. And she knows a lot more now, but still, uh, what she did know is that Jesus loved her and she wanted to pass this on to other people. And so it started out as a ministry and it's still going today. And she made a promise to God or she asked God, just one person a day 
give me to minister the love of Jesus. Wow. And every day there is a person, whether it's on the phone or in person, that she gets to. Another thing she does is, which is really funny, she she wears a t-shirt, a Jesus t-shirt every day of her life. That's what she does. And that's another way of her, uh, you know, giving out the word. And they go to the gym, her and her husband, and there is a walk, uh, there is a uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, around like a, the gym, yeah, a walk a area where you could walk around a track. Okay. And they walk around and everybody walks around, walks around. She walks the opposite way. She walks the opposite way. Why? She says, so that people can read my t-shirt. A lot of them get mad at her and upset at her. What are you doing? You know, I'm going to go right into you, but she doesn't care. She is passing on what has been given to her. Now, and you could say with those crosses, she literally is passing it on. She just, she it. literally is. She oh, literally she's passing is. It's on what she has. So incredible. <laughs> but Al, we know Donna Rigney, oh, and yeah. Donna Rigney is a wonderful uh, person. You could look her up online, donnarigney.org. And, uh, she said this, she, she, she hears from God a lot. She spends an, a, many, many hours every day in his presence. And he talks to her, he speaks to her, she writes things down. But I want to show you what happens on the other end of you passing this on. Because people think, well, you know, I ministered the word and I didn't see anything happen in that person. I get discouraged. Or Lord, did I was I really supposed to talk to this person? And But I want to tell you, People's reaction to what you pass on to them is not your responsibility. You're not responsible for the way they react. You're only responsible for what you give out. So, Al, I want to read this because this is just so incredible okay. what Donna Rigney said. God told her this. This is what I want you to do, Donna. Come into the heavenly realm and receive revelation from my heart, which she does. Then take those revelations and present them to my people on my behalf. Bring to each a flower or to some even a bouquet. That means either tell them I love them or bring her healing to Way them from little just... to big. Yes. Okay. After you give them my truth and leave them, in other words, after you pass this on, I, God says, will remain in that revelation. He said, I will continue to nourish and strengthen them through the sweet-smelling savor of the blossoms of truth. I will frequently remind them to come and drink deeply as they partake of the fragrance again and again. When you have completed your work of passing it on and bringing my message, I am just beginning to work on their behalf. Each revelation you share imparts the life and love from heaven into their lives. Do not hesitate to bring those truths, for they are life to their souls and healing to their minds and bodies. Wow, that's awesome. My goodness. And we walk away disappointed, sad, not feeling worthy that we didn't say enough or do enough. God might have not even sent us to because of their reaction is nothing. But look what God does to their heart after yeah. you leave. So, think about that cross that she passes on. He says, I'm staying in that cross. And every time they see it, they'll throw it somewhere. 
Every time they see that cross, they'll be reminded of me. Oh, my gosh, especially to have something. Yeah. But even if they don't have anything tangible, God's not leaving that right. person. Even if it's not, whatever. You know why, Al? Because what you said can weigh on their mind. Yes, because the seed was planted in them. And Jesus is the seed. The Word of God right. is the seed. And so it has to do its work. And it won't come back void. This to me blew me away. I was so What God pleased. is saying is, I'm in that, what you said to them. Right. And if you've spoken the truth, which is grace, if you spoke grace to them, then I'll remind them all the time. Remember what Angie said? Bring to Remember remembrance. Andrew, Andrew I will said? bring to remembrance. You know, he'll work that. Yes. And then it's important to even go away and then pray for them which would be even more of an active part of the Holy Spirit getting into their lives. I remember I came out of a store one day, and uh, the Girl Scouts were collecting money, and they asked for some donations, and I said, oh, thank you. And I walked to my car because I thought, you know, no, I'm not going to give to them. I'll, I'll only give to godly things and Christian. You know, and the Lord said, I want you to give them something. And so, you know, I got in the car, and I said, okay. So I drove up, and I gave him something, and he said, I want you to tell them that— um, you know, they see how God answers, see how I answer prayer. So they must have been praying for something. So I went up there and I gave him the money and I said, God wants you to know. He said, see how I answer prayer. And they go, oh yeah, thank you, thank you. And I got in the car and he said, you don't realize what you did. You just opened the door for me to get into the entire Girl Scout organization wow. by just passing the love of God on and giving them some money. And he says, now I want you to pray for them. And he showed me how to pray for the people in the, the authority, for all the girls, for all the leaders, and that God would get involved in their life and bring revelation to them. I had no idea what I was doing by just, get, I would just thought it was a simple act of obedience. And it turned out to be something major that he, he was getting. He worked in that act of obedience. Let me show you. Let me tell you what a relay race. It's not necessarily won by the team that runs the fastest. We're talking about passing it on, like passing the baton. And people in relay races, they pass the baton. They run, 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 run. The girl or guy catches up to them and they go like this and pass the baton. So that race is not necessarily run by who runs uh one by who runs the fastest but it's by successfully passing the baton in the exchange zone that's how they choose the winner how that baton is passed right races are won or lost in the passing of the baton and teams can be disqualified by doing a bad pass wow. giving a bad that pass so we as christians out we have to run we're running a race. We have a race to run. We have a responsibility to pass that baton on to others and do it well by making sure we carry the right stuff. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.